Welcome to the Refresh Her podcast. My name is Denise Cunningham, and on this podcast targeted for women, I long to encourage you in your heart, your home, and your life. Let's open the scriptures and be refreshed by the truth from God's Word. Have you ever had a burden for someone because you knew that they were in some kind of a difficult situation that needed God's intervention? We all have at one time or another. I'm thinking back to several years ago when our daughter, and at that time he was her fiancé, now our son-in-law, were driving one night from Johnson City over the mountain to go to Greenville, South Carolina. And as they were making their journey back to Greenville, my husband and I just stopped to pray for them. And we asked the Lord to give them safety as they traveled. And then after we prayed, we went about doing what we had been doing that night. And we weren't necessarily thinking about them every minute. We had left that burden with the Lord and we were doing other things. Well, that is until the phone rang. And on the other end of the phone conversation was our daughter. And she was crying, and we learned that they had actually just been involved moments before in a near head-on crash when a drunk driver came towards them on the wrong side of the interstate. The Lord had protected them by allowing the cars to, to hit slightly off-center, and really that's what spared their lives. Our daughter called, and it gave, she gave us enough information so that we could hang up the phone and rush to go and be with them and help them. By the time that we arrived at the scene, um, there was an officer that had come there to take them to a safe place to wait for us, and he had questioned them about the, the drunk man who had hit them and asked if they needed to go to the hospital to be checked out at the emergency room. And... They were miraculously spared any severe injuries. They had neck and back problems for some time after that that they had to deal with, but it was just a miracle that they walked away from the scene. And God, we realized that God had answered our prayer, that we had prayed and kept them really from some tragedy. And while we had no idea that while we were praying, just how great now the need had become, We had no idea that this drunk driver was headed towards them on the interstate. And, you know, I think about just like the situation with our daughter. Often, when we're thinking about somebody who has needs, our thoughts about them aren't really current. We don't know exactly what's happening when we're not with them. We don't know how the situation has changed. And, you know, there is an example of this in Scripture. That somebody was thinking about someone, but while they were thinking about them and even praying for them, their situation changed. This is in Acts chapter 12, and James has just been killed, and now Peter has been thrown into prison. And in verse 5, it says that Peter was kept in prison, but constant prayer was offered to God for him. By the church. And when Herod was about to bring him out, that night Peter was sleeping, bound with two chains between two soldiers, and the guards before the door were keeping the prison, 
Now behold, an angel of the Lord stood by him, and a light shone in the prison, and he struck Peter on the side, and he raised him up, saying, Arise quickly. And his chains fell off his hands. Then the angel said to him, Gird yourself and tie on your sandals. So he did. And he said to him, Put on your garment and follow me. So he went out and followed him, and he did not know that what was done by the angel was real, but he thought he was seeing a vision. When they were past the first and second guard posts, they came to the iron gate that leads to the city, which opened to them of its own accord. They went out, went down the street, and immediately the angel departed from him. And when Peter had come to himself, he said, Now I know for a certain that the Lord has sent his angel and has delivered me from the hand of Herod and from all the expectation of the Jewish people. So when he considered this, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Now we're going to stop reading the scripture right here. What were, what were they praying about? They were praying for Peter. Maybe they were praying for his protection. Now, James has just been um, martyred. So maybe they're saying, oh, God, don't let Peter be killed. Please keep him safe. Maybe they were praying for Peter's testimony, that he would be able to be a witness to the guards and that his life would be able to continue to go on and be a testimony for God, that he would be able to preach and to be able to be used of God. But I wonder if they really thought to pray that God would miraculously free him. Maybe they did. We don't know that. All right, but now let's look back at the scripture. So here's Peter. He's come to Mary's house. And verse 13 says, And as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a girl named Rhoda came to answer. And when she recognized Peter's voice because of her gladness, she did not open the gate, but she ran in and announced that Peter stood before the gate. But they said to her, You're beside yourself. Yet she kept insisting that it was so. And so they said, It is his angel. Now Peter, poor Peter, right? (laughs) Peter continued knocking. And when they opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But motioning to them with his hand to keep silent, he declared to them how the Lord brought him out of the prison. These dear people that had gathered together to have this prayer meeting, they were burdened for Peter. And so they were thinking about him. They knew that Peter was in prison. And they were praying for him. But like me with my daughter's situation, they probably had lapses in their thoughts about him. And they didn't realize that his situation had changed. He's no longer in the prison. Now he's walking past the guards out of the prison. And even if they had known that his situation was different, they lacked the ability to change what was happening to Peter. If they had only known that they could... um, They could have prayed that Peter would be able to walk past the guards and they wouldn't awaken or that now he would be able to walk safely through the streets and be unrecognized. They didn't even, they couldn't have helped him even if they had known those things. Now, I bring all this up to make us understand that people, it's wonderful when we know that people are thinking about us. 
and even that people are praying for us. But oh, how wonderful it is to be reminded that God is thinking about us. Recently, I read Psalm chapter 40, verse 17. But I am poor and needy. Yet the Lord thinks about me. Thou art my helper and my deliverer. Make no tarrying, O my God. Why is it so wonderful that God thinks of us? I want to give you just three simple reasons why. First of all, God's thoughts of us are incessant, meaning that they continue and they never stop. They go on and on and on. He is never not thinking about you. Psalm 139 verse 17 says, How precious also are your thoughts to me, O God. How great is the sum of them. If I should count them, they would be more in number than the sand. When I awake, I am still with you. Think about this, that when you go to sleep at night, God is thinking about you. And when you wake back up in the morning, you realize that he is still thinking about you. And that while the whole time that you were sleeping, he didn't stop thinking about you. Isn't that a precious reminder? God's thoughts about you are incessant. They continue every moment. Another reason why it's so precious that God is thinking about us is that God's thoughts of you are informed. Because he is an omniscient God, he knows everything. He knows exactly what is happening to you right now and right now and right now. When there is a change in your need, God knows about it. And he can act upon it. He knows what's happening to you. And with my daughter's situation, things had changed and I didn't know. In Peter's situation, things had changed and, the, and this prayer group did not know. But God knew. And God knows about your situation when it changes. Psalm 94 verses 9 and 10 say, He that planted the ear, shall he not hear? He that formed the eye, shall he not see? He that chastiseth the heathen, shall he not correct? He that teaches man knowledge, shall not he know? Job twenty-one twenty-two. shall any teach God knowledge, seeing he judges those things that are on high? God knows everything. He knows when your situation is changing. And then when it does change, we know that he is able to do something about it. And that's my last point. It's so precious that God is thinking about us because thirdly, God's thoughts of you are influential. When he knows that things have changed and there's a different kind of a need or a greater need or maybe even less of a need, he has power to do whatever is necessary. Psalm 40, verse 17, that we read a moment ago, the second part of the verse says, Thou art my help and deliverer. 
Not only is God thinking about us, God is the one who can help us. God is the one who is able to deliver us. Romans 4.17, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. Before him whom he believed, even God, who quickeneth the dead, and calleth those things which be not as though they were. And Job 37.23, touching the Almighty, we cannot find him out. He is excellent in power. So we must remember that if God isn't bringing a change in the situation right now, he is waiting to be gracious. I just want to encourage you that whatever burden you're carrying today, whether it is your own or somebody else that you're thinking about, just turn your thoughts upward to the Lord and just thank him that his thoughts are incessant, they are informed, and they are influential. You and I may have good intentions when we're thinking about somebody But God's thoughts of us really make a difference because he is mighty to save. He is able to do whatever is necessary. So let me just encourage you today, friend. God is thinking about you every single moment of your life. Be encouraged because not only is he thinking about you, but he is able to help you in whatever you're dealing with. I trust that's encouraged your heart as it did mine when I read that this week. Such a sweet promise of the Lord. I would love to continue to be an encouragement to you. Go to my blog at refreshher.com. I'd love to hear from you. You can feel free to email me on my contact page. Thank you so much for listening. and I hope you'll join us again next time. Be sure to check out the show notes for links that are relatable to the episode that you just heard. Why not share this episode with someone else that you know who needs to be refreshed?